It's all about pussy. <laughs> oh my Good evening. Those are two scenes for copyright. I got to be careful from the Oscar nominated film, The Favorite. Good evening. It is the Dr. Seuss podcast. I figured, you know what? Let's just talk about film for now. The favorite. I I can't get over it. It was so hilarious. I'm serious. And here's the thing. I'm going to warn you. I'm, well, I'm not going to warn you because I love lesbians. They're so cool. I don't think Queen Anne was really a lesbian. But I think, you know, like I said, if you're going to watch the favorite thinking, you know, it's a historical piece. It's actually not. It's a comedy. It's about, you know, revenge sweet revenge and games and obviously two characters in here are playing a game with Emma Stone it's a fun little cat and mouse game you know and if you couldn't hear the audio in one instance um, Emma Stone has befriended the queen and her bunnies Queen Anne lost I think this is a true part of the story. So she had 17 children. They all they all died unfortunately. What an interesting thing to talk about on Valentine's Day. But you know the heart wants what it wants. And instead of children she had 17 bunnies, I think. I think that's the true part of the story. And in the film she's got all of these freaking bunnies. And and then, and then you know also on occasion will, you know, do some lobsters uh, racing each other, you know? Actual lobsters. I don't know who makes it to the finish line before it makes it to the pot, but, you know, it, it is the favorite. I can't pronounce the director's name. I'm not even going to try. Okay, I will a little bit. Um, let's ask Siri. Okay. The director of the favorite. He's nominated. It's a brilliant film. I'm good. It's not brilliant. It's freaking funny. Let's look for it. Oh, got it. It, The director of the PN. No. Um, The director of the favorite. There we go. Let's see what it does. Your Yogos. Lathimos I think that's how you say it Um It's funny Oh here it is What is this Okay so Maybe this person in this video can Say his name properly He has a reputation For making interesting films And the favorite is one of them Olivia Coleman, Emma Go- Emma Stone Rachel Weiss. How would you describe what you do to a kid? 
I don't know what I would say to a child. Um, <laughs> that I, you know, I'm in a constant state of optimism and pessimism. And <laughs> because that's, you know, this sort of spiraling state of optimism and pe pessimism at the same time. Here we go. Hopefully something, some sort of weird, I never use the word before, alchemy comes out of it. There's some kind of magic that the director sort of um, conjures up that um, amuses people, enlightens people, entertains people, um, maybe tells them something uh, they didn't know or make them feel something they haven't felt in a long Say time. Say his name. Um, the last two films that I've made were the sort of ridiculous things happen out of the blue. It's never the thing you think it's going to be, ever. And suddenly you're faced with this ridiculous problem, and suddenly they make it better. And they've made... There are two instances, one in The Lobster and, and, and uh, one in The Favourite, where... It was a massive improvement, having had this terrible problem. We think it's unsolvable, and it's going to ruin the entire movie, and it's terrible. And in fact, it made the film much better. Um, but you, his can, name. you can never anticipate what, it, what that's going to be. Tell me um, the example from The Favourite, because I know you've worked with Yorgos on two films now, and he... Yorgos, okay. Yorgos, that's, that's what we're going to call him. Oh, my God. And also Queen Anne, you know, what is it? People always talk about Queen Anne's lace. I don't think she was wearing lace in this film, I'll tell you that. Um, now, like I've said, you know, there's the sex. There's not really any sex scenes. There's just uh, the camera pans to the head, the face, you know, and we kind of know what's going on. So it's not graphic, so don't worry, okay? If you're not big on two women getting down, that's fine. You know, it was funny to watch. It was a funny film. Um, the bunnies, I mean, it was, like I said before, it was like watching Grey Gardens, you know? Oh, my God. And then you had Nicholas, um, you know, the guy from... My friend loved that show Skins, the British version, not the horrible MTV version. Um, I want to say his name right. You know, that's the thing with films. As RuPaul famously said, good luck and don't fuck it up again. All right. So... Where is he? I'm looking. He did play um in the X-Men films. And now I can't find him. <laughs> Damn them. Um he's, Okay, let me let me go see if I can fight skins. I'm so thankful my friend turned me on to that show. Well, he's turned me on before, but we're not going to go into that, you know. Happy Valentine's Day to him and his husband. Cute couple. Anyway. Let's see. Um, I want to make sure. He played Tony on Skins. Um, he was in that movie about a boy. 
It's all grown up now in the favorite. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Interesting. In the favorite. Some of the shit that goes down in this movie. The dialogue. You know, Emma Stone really knows how to work her magic. You know, she's fallen on hard times. Hard, hard times. Falls out of the carriage, covered in mud. Goes up to Rachel Weiss and is like, you know, hi, cousin. Do you, like, want to hire me? And she's like, oh, a monster, perhaps, for the children to play with. And she's like, you know, it's in the trailer. It's funny. Olivia Coleman playing Queen Anne. Oh, my God. The scenes, though, you know, the scenes they show on TV where she's like, you know, look at me, look at me. Oh, how dare you? You know, they're hilarious. And Rachel Weiss, Rachel Weiss, I mean, it's just this. I mean, she's got some, she's a power player, you know? She's, she's schlepping with the queen. She's controlling the empire. Her and her her husband's at war or doing something. So, you know, and if you don't know, my Minecraft from Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch, not the horrible elementary version with Lucy Lowe, um, the authentic Sherlock, where who plays Minecraft? Minecraft. Anyway, him, he's in The Favorite. And he's married to Rachel Weiss's character. I mean, some of the shit that goes down, I don't know if I can talk. Well, I can't really play a clip from the film, but I can, like, describe it. <sighs> There's people throwing fruit at each other. Um, the bunnies, you know, some of it, you just, you can't believe you're what you're, what you're watching. I mean, do I have the Apple TV? Where is it? Oh, I need the remote. There it is. You know, let's take a chance. As that ABBA song famously said, you know, it's almost Friday. It was an interesting Thursday. It was an interesting work. I don't talk about work on the show because that's forbidden for me. For my own personal reasons. Um, but I had a steak afterwards. So I'd like to thank my family for the steak. Um, I'm sorry that I showed up late. You know. Because I refused to go on that fucking freeway. You know. Oh, that's funny. All this in heaven, too. Charles Boyer. My grandmother loved Charles Boyer. Oh, my God. That that voice. She liked Europeans. Probably because she was European. You know, I mean, well, they, they were from the Azores. Um, but it's considered European. You know, um, I come from a really strange family, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, some of the stories that we would tell, it's like, oh, God. All right, here we go. We're going to play a clip from The Favorite. 
We're not even going to talk about the politics in the world right now because you know what? I'm just going to let Nancy Pelosi fix it. I trust her and she's going to bring Elizabeth Warren out and, you know, they're going to put their hands together and they're going to get that shit done. I like people who get shit done. Kamala Harris, I don't know. You know, when you spend your time in the media talking about weed and talking about this and that, I don't know. I want you to focus on the job at hand. Uh, Cory Booker is also running. Let's see how that goes. You know, um, let's see. I want to find the scene with the bunnies. That's interesting right there. Um, let's see. It's an amazing film, and I'll tell you, I hope it wins Best Picture. It's that good. I don't want a star. I mean, a star is born, you know. It, it looks interesting. But, you know, I mean, what else is favored to win? I'm trying to think what else. Let me see if I can find the bunnies. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The bunnies. The bunnies. You have to see it to believe it. Now I sound like Carrie Fisher. Maybe she'll show up later. I don't know. She would have been great in the favorite. Going down on Queen Anne. I'm educated. I speak Latin, French. My family fell on hard times. I'm also her cousin. You shall leave regardless and tell her to come. They're gorgeous. She's playing her magic. She wants to be next to the queen for power. 17. It's Hildebrand's day today. And which one is he? That one there. Shy but stubborn. Yeah. Oh, he likes you. Some seventeen children. Some were born as blood. Some without breath. And some were with me for a very brief time. Think it's gonna rain. Oh, my dear. oh, they both start crying. I was right. And outside too. They're feeding these bunnies cake. Now, talk about let them eat cake. And that, and this was during that time. They're in England. France is whatever, going through some shit. Look at all those fucking bunnies. It's just crazy. Let me see another one. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, 
where there's there's a strange scene where they're throwing all this fruit at I don't know if he's like a gesture or jester or something or maybe a politician because that that really is fitting let's let's throw fruit at the politician in his wig nothing but his wig he's butt naked in the wig there's queen anne she's pissed off poor thing and here's emma stone doing god knows what you know um like i said you have to see it to believe it okay and i think she's done something to rachel weiss rachel weiss is pissed off and here we go is that james corden oh no he's fatter than that um whoa look at that look at that fruit fly look at that fruit fly and the wig too and nicholas holt is is there in his wig joining them you know rachel weiss who knows where the hell she's going Oh, he's got a different colored wig on. He's got like a red wig. I guess it's red day. Not white wig. Red day. Okay, I don't need to see her fall again. Um, Let's see. There's uh, She has this weird nickname for the queen. Mrs. Morley. And poor thing's got gout. Something soothing on my legs sets the bell. What is it? Oh, herbs of some sort. What's going on? Do her in the barn if that's what it is. Not in my kitchen. Do her in the barn. <laughs> Oh, she's got, they're going to whip her. Poor Emma Stone. I guess she didn't think after Easy A it would be this crazy. Oh, and there's the maid that doesn't like her. There's this maid, this plump maid, and Abigail, Emma Stone, goes to wash near the oven. And they don't tell her, oh, by the way, you could burn your hand. Oh, then she goes to do it. Oh, yes, this is a little hot. You might want to put something on your hands. And they look at her and start laughing, those bitches. It, I mean, it's hilarious, though. It is a funny film. And we'll go from the favorite to just, you know. Oh, my God. What Amazon, what have you gotten yourselves into? I love ordering from them. That's so great. Sometimes, yes, I will admit, I get carried away. People are like, oh my God, what else did you buy? Well, it's my freaking money. I can do what I want with it. And I still, you know, and I, and I, it's not like I'm going to spend it all at once. You know, I'm not little orphan Annie. Come on. I know better. I get paid in another week. So it's like, psh. All right. Jeffy Bezos pulled out of New York. 
No one has pulled out of New York since Donald Trump pulled out and called it ice cream. So he something's going on. Something's going on. You know, and Trump is a sick motherfucker. And I've said that many times. I don't even think he could watch the favorite because, you know, they have to be tens all around, you know, unless his daughter Ivanka and the other one, Tiffany. Interesting name. I hope she didn't. He didn't name her after that singer. I think we're alone now. She doesn't look like a Tiffany. She looks like a shut up. Um, but, you know, um, they could be in the favorite. I'm sure he'd love to watch, you know, Ivanka get it on uh, or Ivana or whatever. Get it on with other women. Uh, he That's his. Hello. This is Dr. Zeus of the Dr. Zeus Podcast. I was cut off because someone wanted to give me candy. And I did not want them to be on the show because the show is about me. Then they don't need to be on the show because of my compromise. Their um, professionalism. And so I don't do that. That's why I don't use real names on this show. For all you know, my name is Dr. Zeus. I could be an Oh, I'm not an MD, but, you know, people do call me the doctor. Probably because I they know I love Doctor Who. Or as my brother once said to me, you know, we saw some of your people today. And I went, okay, what is this? A go- where is this going? And, it, and I said, what you talking about? Oh, you know that show you like? I thought, oh, whew, dodge that one. Oh, well, what show? Doctor Who? Oh, yeah. I said, yes, we're called Whovians. I've been a Whovian since I was nine. I started watching Doctor Who when I was nine. My uncles and all them liked Star Trek. That's fine. Go have fun with that. Uh, My little nephew likes Star Wars. I like Doctor Who. He doesn't carry a gun. He flies around in an old police call box from the 60s. It's great. And when he's dying, he changes his face. He doesn't need silicone or collagen injections or a facelift to change it, Madonna. That's why you'll never be Doctor Who. Um, He just, you know, flames start coming out of his head and boom, he becomes the Doctor Again, now he's a woman. I did not like the writing. I I like that Doctor Who is a woman now. I think it's great. It's great. I don't like the writing. It's as simple as that. Fix it and I'll watch it again. There is an interesting podcast called the David Tennant podcast where he interviews the new Doctor Who. Two Doctor Who's together. Maybe she'll rub off on me. I don't know. I loved uh, David Tennant and Peter Capaldi. Those are my two favorites. This is the Dr. Seuss podcast. Fixing and repairing the show. Unpleasant dreams. And remember, go and watch The Favorite. Dear Universe, I want The Favorite to win Best Picture. It's that good. All the other films, please not Bohemian Rhapsody. If Black Panther wins, great. I'm happy. I loved it. But the favorite, 
was hilarious. It was bunnies with bunnies. Good night. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this Un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken. It's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. <sighs> you know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean... As I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know... Wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and, um, little girl's like, well, she's not so little now, he's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um... Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah, that's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her. I'm her movie bitch. You know, 
Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a, a some you know, with filmmakers, there's all I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well I'm gonna do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mmm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my God, he's going to play... Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh lord, he he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Doctor Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad Mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled, and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about... Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump 
Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics, Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know... I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um, little girls like. Well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi... You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah, that's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a cumber bitch, too, I mean. And, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers, 
today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a, a some you know, with filmmakers, there's all I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well I'm gonna do this and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mmm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Egerton or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know, I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my God, he's going to play. Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Doctor Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad Mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled, and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about... Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon, then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together. 
and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship you know or not unspoken it's a good word it is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk they can just look at each other and they do that through the music that's how they express themselves Bernie writes the lyrics Elton puts it to music you know what I mean it was just perfect it was perfect I mean as I said before my friend and I were kind of stunned we were stunned at okay this is not your typical biography you know and I and I already talked more about that and I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight you know recently the school year ended and um you know I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and um, little girls like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi... You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah, that's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a cumber bitch, too, I mean. And, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our, our some you know, with filmmakers, there's all I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well I'm gonna do this and then something else comes up something else takes up your time and you're like "Mm, I'll get to it you know and it's sad 
what Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know? But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Egerton or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton. Oh Lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump... Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip-syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, 
as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and um, the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now, he's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um... Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her. I'm her movie bitch. You know, although you know I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte. Who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a... a, You know, with filmmakers, there's all... I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, "Mm, I'll get to it. You know, and it's sad that what Stanley Kubrick if he was still alive today he'd still be making films you know he would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money old Rowdy Yates who just turned 89 you know but it is what it is my friends history in the making history not in the making my friend and I have a riot when we talk you know and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, 
I, I asked for some good um, input on the show, and she told me, and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan. So it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh lord, he, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. And you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this Un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken. It's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean... As I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know... Wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. Or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. 
then you're really on the same page, you know. It's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and um, the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend... She calls me her movie bitch, and I am her. I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although you know, I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history. You know, um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got her, or some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know. He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh, my God. He's going to play... 
Hulk Hogan. So it's like, oh Lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended, and, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny, and rather, when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um little girl's like well she's not so little now he's like she says I thought you said school's out forever no 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 school's out for supper nice try though in my mind school is out forever forever so what can I say about 
what's going on. A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our, some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um... You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, You know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know. But hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? 
the Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. And you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken. It's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. Or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know. It's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples. And, um, little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my god. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. 
I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a cumber bitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're cumber bitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a, a some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um... You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break.
good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I, I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended, and, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny, and rather, when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um little girl's like well she's not so little now he's like she says I thought you said school's out forever no 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 school's out for supper nice try though in my mind school is out forever forever so What can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my god. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch. You know, although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and, and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know, 
um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me. Go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got her, or some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know. He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my God, he's going to play... Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Doctor Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad Mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled, and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about... Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing, and I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon 
then you gotta pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God, that is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this. Un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken. It's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean... As I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know... Wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know. It's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and um, little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um... Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her. I'm her movie bitch. You know, although you know I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte. Who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do 
Napoleon. And then he never got a, a some you know, with filmmakers, there's all I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well I'm gonna do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mmm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and... I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show, and she told me, and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron? Eggerton or something. I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know. I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled, and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody. For the lip syncing, and I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon, then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Taupin. Oh my God, that is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize. They have this, un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship 
where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. Or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know. It's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples. And um, the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says... I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um... Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her. I'm her movie bitch. You know, although you know I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte. Who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our... our some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all... I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it. You know, and it's sad that what Stanley Kubrick if he was still alive today he'd still be making films you know he would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money old Rowdy Yates who just turned 89 you know 
But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Egerton or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton. Oh Lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump... Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip-syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. 
recently the school year ended and um you know I was telling my niece and nephew I said you know wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school instead of the ABCs they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's schools out for summer or as I like to call it schools out forever then you're really on the same page you know it's like oh okay how Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um little girl's like well she's not so little now he's like she says I thought you said school's out forever no 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 school's out for supper nice try though in my mind school is out forever forever so what can I say about what's going on a lot of crazy shit You've got Pelosi, you know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah, that's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a cumber bitch, too, I mean. And, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our. You know, with filmmakers, there's all. I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then. Something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it. You know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick... If he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know? But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making. History not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, 
You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan. So it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump... Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip-syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh, my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. <sighs> you know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended, and, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny, and rather, when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um 
the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a, a some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um... You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, 
I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I, and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight. You know, recently the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. Or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and, um, little girl's like, well, she's not so little now, he's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever, no, 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 school's out for supper, nice try, though, in my mind, school is out forever, Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi, you know. Um, Pelosi is like, you know, 
the impeachment itself was like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our, our some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um... You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. 
It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un- it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken. It's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk. They can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer. Or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know. It's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples. And um, the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, Oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. (laughs) I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And, um, uh, my friend, 
she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know, although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too, I mean, and, and that's for Ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans, we're Cumberbitches, um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know, um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot, he was such a crazy motherfucker, and, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow, people, people, and you know what, filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself emperor of France, okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon, and then he never got her, or some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my God, he's going to play... Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh lord, he he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Doctor Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad Mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled, and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about... Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. 
Rocketman is such an amazing film. It does trump... Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip-syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended, and, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny, and rather, when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples. And, um, the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my god. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch. You know, although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and, and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history. You know, um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, 
People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our, our some you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it. You know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know. He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my God, he's going to play... Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God, that is the highlight of the movie. 
is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship you know, or not unspoken it's a good word it is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk they can just look at each other and they do that through the music that's how they express themselves Bernie writes the lyrics Elton puts it to music you know what I mean it was just perfect it was perfect I mean as I said before my friend and I were kind of stunned we were stunned at okay this is not your typical biography you know and I and I already talked more about that and I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight you know recently the school year ended and um you know I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um, little girls like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi... You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah, that's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a cumber bitch, too, I mean. And, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our. You know, with filmmakers, there's all. I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then. Something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. 
and you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know. He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though. Is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan. So it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody. With a lip syncing, and I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon, and you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So, with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin oh my god, that is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize. They have this, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics, Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. Perfect. 
It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples, and, um, little girl's like, well, she's not so little now, he's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um... Pelosi is like, you know, the the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her. I'm her movie bitch. You know, although you know I'm a Cumberbitch too. I mean, and and that's for Ben Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte. Who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a... a, You know, with filmmakers, there's all... I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, "Mm, I'll get to it. You know, and it's sad what Stanley Kubrick if he was still alive today he'd still be making films you know he would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money old Rowdy Yates who just turned 89 you know but it is what it is my friends history in the making history not in the making my friend and I have a riot when we talk you know and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. 
she's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show, and she told me, and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump... Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip-syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. And you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended, and, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny, and rather, when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, 
They teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know. It's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples. And um, the little girl's like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got our, our some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um... You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. 
um, and Chris Hemsworth. Oh my God, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan. So it's like, oh Lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing. And I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship, you know, or not unspoken, it's a good word. It is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk, they can just look at each other. And they do that through the music. That's how they express themselves. Bernie writes the lyrics. Elton puts it to music. You know what I mean? It was just perfect. It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended, and, um, you know, I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny, and rather, when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever, then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay, how, Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um little girl's like well she's not so little now he's like she says I thought you said school's out forever no 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 school's out for supper nice try though in my mind 
School is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi. You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too, I mean. And, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies. Just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte who crowned himself emperor of France okay now the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon and then he never got her or some you know with filmmakers there's all I'm an artist myself you think okay well I'm gonna do this and then Something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it. You know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick... If he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know? But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making. History not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though. Is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know. I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan. So it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, You know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, 
But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he has, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing, and I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon, then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er- uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship you know, or not unspoken it's a good word it is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk they can just look at each other and they do that through the music that's how they express themselves Bernie writes the lyrics Elton puts it to music <laughs> you know what I mean it was just perfect It was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight. You know, recently the school year ended. And, um, you know... I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um, little girls like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi... You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah. 
That's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh my god. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and, and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself Emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got a, a some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all, I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time. And you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know, and it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick, if he was still alive today, he'd still be making films, you know? He would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89, you know. But it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I, I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um... You know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerson or something? I mean, he's a good-looking man, you know? I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my god, he's gonna play Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm, okay. You know. But it, it, hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh Lord, he had, he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Dr. Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad mini. You know, I got a new case for it. So the microphone on this thing isn't muffled and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. 
And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Last night was a classic. Yes, I, I spoke briefly about Rocket Man in the late, late, late episode. Rocket Man is such an amazing film. It does trump. Oh, I hate that word. Never mind. It does leave Bohemian Rhapsody in the dust. Even Sir Elton John criticized Bohemian Rhapsody for the lip syncing, and I agree right there. You want to tell a story about an icon. Then you got to pick someone who knows how to sing. So with Rocket Man, it was perfect. The relationship between er, uh, Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Oh my God. That is the highlight of the movie. Is the moment they come together and recognize they have this un, it's almost like an unspoken relationship you know, or not unspoken it's a good word it is a relationship where they don't even really have to talk they can just look at each other and they do that through the music that's how they express themselves Bernie writes the lyrics Elton puts it to music you know what I mean it was just perfect it was perfect. I mean, as I said before, my friend and I were kind of stunned. We were stunned at, okay, this is not your typical biography, you know. And I and I already talked more about that. And I thought I would talk about some funny things tonight, you know. Recently, the school year ended. And, um, you know... I was telling my niece and nephew, I said, you know, wouldn't it have been funny and rather when you're in school, instead of the ABCs, they teach you the lyrics to Alice Cooper's School's Out for Summer, or as I like to call it, School's Out Forever. Then you're really on the same page, you know, it's like, oh, okay. How Alice Cooper did a commercial years ago for Staples and um, little girls like, well, she's not so little now. He's like, she says, I thought you said school's out forever. No, no, no. School's out for supper. Nice try, though. In my mind, school is out forever. Forever. So, what can I say about what's going on? A lot of crazy shit. You've got Pelosi... You know, um, Pelosi is like, you know, the, the impeachment itself is like that woman who says to you, oh, you don't think I'm pretty? Yeah, that's the impeachment right there. No, we don't think you're pretty. Get impeached already. Oh, my God. It's weird like that. I've come into contact with people like that. I've never said that to people. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you're not going to taste my dick again. <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but it's true. You know, you, you guilt people to an extent, but you don't keep doing it. And um, uh, my friend, she calls me her movie bitch, and I am her, I'm her movie 
bitch, you know. Although, you know, I'm a Cumberbitch, too. I mean, and and that's for ben, Benedict Cumberbatch fans. We're Cumberbitches. Um, but yeah, we love to go see movies, just laugh, talk about history, you know. Um, if they ever make a movie about Napoleon, then we will have hit the jackpot. He was such a crazy motherfucker. And, you know, I would love to see her watch that with me and go like, wow. People, people, and you know what? Filmmakers today don't have the nut sacks to do a film about Napoleon Bonaparte, who crowned himself emperor of France. Okay? Now, the late Stanley Kubrick was going to do Napoleon. And then he never got her, her. Some, you know, with filmmakers, there's all. I'm an artist myself. You think, okay, well, I'm gonna do this, and then something else comes up. Something else takes up your time, and you're like, mm, I'll get to it, you know. And it's sad. What Stanley Kubrick? If he was still alive today, he'd still be making films. You know, he would be giving Clint Eastwood a run for his money. Old Rowdy Yates, who just turned 89. You know, but it is what it is, my friends. History in the making, history not in the making. My friend and I have a riot when we talk, you know, and I've told her, you know, and I hope she's listening tonight. She's, you know, I I asked for some good um, input on the show and she told me and I said, okay, you know, I'll make it a little more friendlier. I mean, I am going to say fuck. I do love the word fuck, but not all the time. Um, you know, the one thing I couldn't get over in Rocket Man, though, is, um, how do you say his name? Is it Taron Eggerton or something? I mean, he's a good looking man, you know, I mean, he's no Chris Hemsworth. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, oh my God, he's going to play. Hulk Hogan, so it's like, oh lord, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get an apple out of that basket? But when we come to it, we'll fuck it in the road. See if it moves. Um, you know, I had heard talk about the sex scenes in Rocket Man. It's very brief. They made it seem like it was longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But hey, you know, it's Elton. Elton, oh lord, he he had some fun, y'all. You know what I mean? The Doctor Zeus podcast is coming live from the iPad Mini. You know, I got a new case for it, so the microphone on this thing isn't muffled, and I can record while the phone is charging. It's not your typical Saturday night, people. And we'll go back to that in a second. But first, a brief chronic break. 